graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. And I'm sorry if I sound angry and undiplomatic, but I'm angry, and you should be too, and they're all angry as well, and they have every justification to be that way. There is not a person here, there is not an empty chair on that stage that didn't tweet out, never forget the heroes of 9-11, never forget their bravery, never forget what they did, what they gave to this country. Well, here they are, and where are they? And it would be one thing if their callous indifference and rank hypocrisy were benign, but it's not. Your indifference cost these men and women their most valuable commodity, time. The one thing they're running out should be flipped. This hearing should be flipped. These men and women should be up on that stage and Congress should be down here answering their question as to why this is so damn hard and takes so damn long and why no matter what they get, something's always pulled back and they gotta come back. Setting aside that no American in this country should face financial ruin because of uh, a health issue. Certainly 9-11 first responders shouldn't have to decide whether to live or to have a place to live. And the idea that you can only give them five more years of the VCF because you're not quite sure what's going to happen five years from now, well, I can tell you, I'm pretty sure what's going to happen five years from now. More of these men and women are going to get sick and they are going to die. And I am awfully tired of hearing that it's a, a 9-11 New York issue. Al-Qaeda didn't shout death to Tribeca. They attacked America and these men and women and their response to it is what brought our country back. It's what gave a reeling nation a solid foundation to stand back upon, to remind us of why this country is great, of why this country is worth fighting for. And you are ignoring them. And you can end it tomorrow. Why this bill isn't unanimous consent and a standalone issue is beyond my comprehension. And I have yet to hear a reasonable explanation for why. It'll get stuck in some transportation bill or some appropriations bill and get sent over to the Senate where a certain someone from the Senate will use it as a political football to get themselves maybe another new import tax on petroleum. Because that's what happened to us in 2015. And we won't allow it to happen again. Thank God for people like John Feel. Thank God for people like Ray Pfeiffer. Thank God for all of these people who will not let it happen. They responded five seconds. They did their job. Courage, grace, tenacity, humility. 18 years later, do yours. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you are talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith, guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Glow and Paul Pasquillo. Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And happy birthday to me. Happy belated birthday to me. Happy birthday, I'm 42 now. Happy birthday to me. <sighs> oh my god. What? You, you had like a fucking like party with a goddamn crown on. You weren't gonna say it, so I gotta say it. 
I know the I have to fucking organize these things so somebody will fucking have celebrate my birthday. God damn it! I don't have anybody special in my life that's gonna do it for me. So I'm just gonna have my own fucking birthday. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, we're recording this the Monday after my birthday, and it turned out to be a pretty fucking badass event. Um, I was kind of hoping like to record before the show, but I, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that we record we recorded after the show because. You probably would have been drunk. Yeah, it was. It was fucking. No, it was. It was. It turned out so fucking good. Uh, I mean, one, you know, it was, it's a Friday night at my local bar, uh, the Tin Roof, and uh, you know, it's a Friday. It's the summertime now. Actually, the crowds kind of died down because uh, the crowds of the bar are is primarily college students. You know, right. in Rochester, you have the you know, University of Rochester. You have Rochester Institute of Technology. I mean, you got Monroe Community College, but that's fucking you know, <laughs> that's for the right. ho- that's for the hoodlums and shit. Um, you got St. John's Fisher College. Uh, so Rochester is pretty much a fucking college town, and I, and and it's mostly uh, U of R students that go there. Now the classes ended like at the end of May, beginning of June. So. Right. I was kind of worried, like, what the crowd was going to be like on a Friday night. Uh, but luckily, uh, Eric, Eric Cohen, the guy who, who organized the event, uh, on Fridays, the bar has a, they have a kickball game that goes on in the afternoon and the guys get back to the bar around eight o'clock, eight thirty. So, uh, he goes, you know, he said, you know, he goes, well, you'll have, you'll have at least that crowd to work with. And so, and then luckily, like, I guess the, the, the team that they beat that day in the kickball event was like an unbeated. It was an undefeated team up until that point. They defeated them, so everyone was in a good mood. Uh, little after nine, it was supposed to start at nine, and of course, dude. I mean, <laughs> anybody who knows me and knows I have a big fucking inflated fucking ego. I I bought a crown. Wait, wait, wait! Did you just admit to that? <laughs> Anybody who knows would say what a giant fucking ego I have. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me, let me, let me cut in here. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm in fucking Party City, <laughs> yeah, okay. getting shit for this Men in Black like promotion I have to run at work. Uh-huh. And who, who the fuck walks in is, is this <laughs> asshole? And you know what he says to me, folks? He sits there and he goes, "Oh, I want to find a crown." Yeah. I'm like, "Really, dude? Yeah, I want yeah. a crown for my birthday. God damn it." Oh, it's God. my party and I'll do what the fuck I want to. <laughs> and that's the whole thing is that like we never I mean, like I've seen you outside your job and stuff like that, but we we like I can't have we ever run into each other in a fucking real world outside like by accident? I mean every once in a while we do. But like it's usually by your job. You're usually like well, I mean, but this was also, but you know, uh, you know, I walk in a, and I didn't even I was just in my own little world, so I didn't I didn't see you. And then uh, you're like, oh, you don't need anything. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, who the fuck, <laughs> who the fuck is that? And uh, so the, you got myself a crown. And the whole thing is that, like, the stores, like, they sell crowns. Uh, it, it, here's a weird thing. They sell crowns, but I got a big fucking head. Like, I got a giant fucking head. So the, all the crowns that they were selling were not my size. But then, like, I guess they have, like, a kit for people like me where it was. it's like a crown that you can, you know, it comes long, it comes flat and long, you know, and then you, you turn, you know, so I guess if you have a smaller head, you can make it for that. Or so what I, I had to buy two of them, put them together because <laughs> oh my, <God. laughs> my head is so fucking big. And uh, so I, I got That's myself a sure. crown uh, and then, you know, to walk into a bar and they, they, you know, they have, 
in the bar they have this big um, screen that they pull down because uh, I mean they have events where like they'll play they haven't done it in a while but they used to play like Mario Kart like on the on the projected screen uh, but they always bring out the projected screen on Fridays when they do karaoke because uh, you know they they display the lyrics on the big screen. So I walk into this place. There's a big fucking picture of me on the on the projector. They have two TVs on the sides of the bar that are sort of like you know it's usually there for like you know the menu items and stuff like that or it, you know it promotes events that are coming up. But you know my big my big fucking head with uh, uh, what does it say? Uh, try a black tooth grin because uh, that's a drink that I suggested to the owners a while back. And the one thing is that they never carried Seagram Seven. And so I was talking to one of the owners one day. And he goes, you know what? He goes, we generally don't carry Seagram's Heaven. That's not one of our usual drinks. But he goes, I think there's a bottle in the basement. So he asked the girl, he asked the bartender to go downstairs and get it. She brings it upstairs. So it's Crown Royale, which is a, you know, a bourbon, a whiskey. And, and, uh, Seagram Seven, once again, another whiskey mixed together. So it's like a double whiskey with Coca Cola. And it tastes fucking good. It's, cause Crown Royale is good, but Crown Royale tastes like fucking cough syrup. I mean, let's be real here. Uh, and a Crown Royale hangover is never good. <laughs> you know, all those real syrupy, sweet, uh, you know, liquors always get you really, you know, gives you a nasty hangover the next day. And the Seagram 7 almost has like a little bite to it. So like, like a, almost like a spicy bite, if that's the best way to put it. So you kind of have the spicy with the syrupy, if that makes any weird sense. And then you, you know, then a Coca-Cola just to kind of give it, you know, so, so it's not all, you know, overwhelming. And so, uh, and let me tell you that night, like, <laughs> God knows, I probably had probably ten black tooth crims. Jesus Christ! <laughs> because Chris. every everybody kept buying them for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's my birthday, and I didn't drive home. So kids uh, out there, be responsible if you're gonna drink. Now, of course, I live two blocks away. I could fucking walk. I could have walked home, but luckily, I mean, Eric Eric Cohen, the guy who organized the event, um, you know, he he gave me a ride home. Uh, so a little after nine, they started uh, with karaoke. And, uh, let me see. I should, let me, let me, I, I'm gonna, I should give a shout out to all the people that, that came out and did comedy. And, uh, once again, these are all, um, these are all people that Eric kind of organized, uh, for the, for the party. And these are all local comedians. Now, the funny thing is that, like, you know, earlier this year, I'm pretty By sure. Way, I'm, Chris is drunk right now, so there you go. No, I'm, 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 <laughs> I wish I was drunk. No, uh, no, actually, no. After, it's one of those deals where, and look, don't get me wrong. I, was I feeling kind of blah blah the next day? Yeah, but like, I wasn't hungover. But also, like, since I did so much drinking, right now I'm sort of just like, all right, I'm good. Um, so in the in the uh, on the show, there was a guy that I I I, I met at one of the other events, and, and and him and I kind of started talking about comedy stuff like that. And so I told him, I said, dude, I'm having comedians going on my show, you know. And and these are people who I've seen at other open mics and people who've who who've who who you know are they're small time but they're here in Rochester and people know their names. So uh uh this this kid his name is Dennis, I said I said, I want you to fucking play my show. And and the guy Eric, uh, the guy who who coordinated the event, I told Eric, I said, Look, I want I want Dennis uh, Roos is his name. And so I said he goes, you know, because I'm like, I, I kept asking, him, you got a couple minutes, you got a couple, couple minutes of your act? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, all right, dude, I want you to fucking, I want you to come on the show. So he was one of the openers. Then they had this guy named Matt, Matt Eckert. 
and Matt Eckerd, he works at Tin Roof. He, like, he works, and then tin, uh, uh, di- right diagonally from Tin Roof, there's a place called Delisandros. It's the same owners. So the cool thing is that the one thing I like about going to Tin Roof is that uh, you can order food from across the street, and they'll bring it there. Like, you know, you want a fucking a Subway sandwich? You know, I say, I say Subway hoagie. You know, a big fucking sandwich. If you want one of those, they bring it to you, you know. Uh, well, wings they have at the bar, but they make wings at the Delisandros also. Uh, you know, I, I always get like the loaded fries, which is like, you know, fries and chili and beans and, you know, nacho cheese and all the shit you're not supposed to eat. All the shit that's why I'm over 300 fucking pounds. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so when you're shoving, when you're shoving whiskey down your throat, you could also have, you know, carbs and carbs and carbs. Um, okay. Um, so the, the other three names that people perform their show, once again, these are people that, and don't get me wrong. I mean, Matt and Dennis were both fucking fantastic, and I think they have a future. But these, the, the next three people are people that, uh, like, they already have a reputation around Rochester, and they've gone out and they've played Buffalo and they've played Syracuse, you know, and they they're sort of expanding outside of Rochester, and people know their names. So uh, there was Brian Kingston, uh, Ilhan Ali, and Chris Hassenauer. So uh, a big shout out to them. And of course, Eric Cohen, the, the guy who organized the event, he also does comedy. So, uh, you know, he was sort of the host and he was telling jokes in between all the comedians and stuff like that. So I got up. I did my set. Now, the whole thing is I had told everyone. And don't be wrong. This is my fucking fault. I had told everyone I only going to have one drink before my set, you know, just to kind of get loosey goosey. By the time my set came on, I had about four drinks in me. So my set didn't go as good as I wanted it to. And the only reason I know that is because I had went out the Wednesday, you know, it was, my birthday was Friday. I went out Wednesday to an open mic at the Tin Roof and, and I did my set there just to kind of, you know, get a feel for it and stuff like that. And Wednesday I was a lot more organized. Sober. I was a lot more, yeah. And I, you know, and that was my fault, you know. I, 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 you know, I can't get drunk. And the whole thing is, you know, whenever I've done an open mic, once again, I, whenever I've gone on the mic, like something like that, I've only had one drink in me, maybe two, not fucking four double whiskeys. So it didn't come out as good. I'm playing with the idea of playing the audio at the end of the episode. I don't know. You know, uh, I, don't, I haven't even heard the audio. My friend, my friend shared the links to my page and, you know, I, I like, like I want to share it, but it's also, you know, it's one of those things where it's also kind of cringeworthy, like, you know, when you share your own stuff. But, you know, and plus, I don't think I did that well. So, and it, what kills me is that Wednesday, I was so, f- and, 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 and I think everyone would kind of agree. I think I was better on Wednesday than it was on Friday. But fuck it, it was my birthday. Um, then they had, um, uh, you know, then they had, then after the, sh- after the comedy show, there was karaoke, <clears throat> and everyone kind of had a good time. And, you know, and I, I went up with like different, uh, friends of mine and stuff like that and we all sang and i sang like you know the lion sleeps tonight uh one of my buddies wanted me to sing this song uh with uh it's uh oh my god what's the guy's name um he's got chris cornell not hank williams shit uh marshall marshall tucker band it's marshall tucker and chris cornell and marshall tucker band sort of like a country rock but more country than rock but they did a song with chris cornell so it's sort of like it was it's almost like a heavy metal song it's called Heavy is the, and the funny thing is the song is called Heavy is the Head that Wears the Crown. And, and, uh, my friend Ryan, uh, who, who works at, who works at Delisandros and Tin Roof, he was like, you know, he, you know, he goes, I want to sing that song with you, but I didn't know the songs. So I had to like learn it in a week, but so I went up with Ryan. Um, of all things, yes, even my baby mama came to the show, uh, cause she likes karaoke. 
So we did uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Um, I'm trying to think who else. So yeah, it was like my my daughter's mother, Ryan. Oh, then uh, my my friend Salam, my my Iraqi buddy. We did The Lion Sleeps Tonight because like he he knew that song from America back when he was when he lived in Iraq or whatever. So that was fun. And uh, oh, and then the funny thing. Okay, so they bring out this cake. Did you see the pictures of the cake? It was like a black cake or a it, brown it, cake. It was yeah. a it was a chocolate cake. Now what happened was is uh once again Eric who organized the event he goes he goes you know is there any specific kind of cake you want and I said I want a rainbow cake. Now when I said a rainbow cake, I meant it as and it has nothing to do with Pride Month or anything like that. Don't worry, I'm still very uh, heterosexual. Um, there Italians are we sure? Yeah, I'm very you know look I'll suck a dick but that doesn't make me gay. Uh, no. <laughs> Uh, that being said, right, <laughs> right. Hey, <you> know, <laughs> when the lights are out, adult, uh, <laughs> doesn't oh, matter whose mouth is on your Look at that hole you're digging over there. Look at that. I know. I am very straight. But uh, so what happens yeah. is, is is Italians have this thing called they call them rainbow cookies, which is the funny. It's the worst. It's 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 not the proper name because they're not cookies at all. They're small. They're little. An average rainbow cookie is like an inch and a half by an inch and a half square, where it's three layers. One is the regular, like, yellow cake layer. One is red, one is green. And in between those layers, there's a thin layer of uh, strawberry filling, you know, and it's like strawberry, but it even has, like, the seeds in it. And then the outside layer is chocolate. So uh, I said, sure, I'll take a, I'll get a rainbow cake. And so... Um, <laughs> The girl who made it, who's not Italian, and I guess didn't know who wrote Italian. And don't be wrong, what she made was fucking gorgeous. But uh, it it was like this crazy. Was she gorgeous? Oh well, that's. I mean, she, she, the guy I sang uh, the Marshall Tucker band. That's his girlfriend. So I get she's a first. She's an attractive girl, but I don't want to. You know, <laughs> I'm not gonna put my foot in her mouth because that's my friend's girlfriend. I mean, she's a sweetheart. She's she used to be a bartender there, and um, so she made the cake. And it was like this, this. So what you're saying is, is if she was single, you would have put your foot in her mouth. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> but no, she's a look. She's a pretty girl. She could do a lot fucking better than than me. But if she if I if she was single, I would have I would I would uh, you know I, <laughs> I would flirt with her. But I would I would get she just she don't want no fucking old man like me. But uh, so she made this fucking cake that. And don't be wrong, it was beautiful, it was delicious, but it was like a seven-layer rainbow cake. So each layer was a different color, and like I think like in order, like you know, red, orange, yellow, green, whatever. And then, but in this one, in between the layers, she put chocolate. And so once again, I don't think she's Italian because if she was Italian, she would have put the the strawberry spread and not the chocolate. I mean, and it still came out, it still came out fucking delicious. But like by the time the by the time the night was over, everyone who was anyone, everyone in the bar. And it was a and thank God, thank God it was a decent crowd. Like I was worried it was going to be like you know, ten people and that was it. The place was fucking packed all night. Um, I had ordered two platters, two subway, uh, two subway sandwich platters. So they put out the platters. Uh, they put out uh, order of mac, you know, two orders of mac salad, like big fucking bowls, like you know, like punch bowl fucking size mac salad. And uh, so everyone ate. You know, like, you know, the, all the food that we put out was eaten, but the cake, this <laughs> big fucking monster cake, like a seven layer cake, uh, about half of it was eaten. And I said, fuck that. I brought that shit sitting in my refrigerator right now. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. I paid for it. I'm going to eat that fucking cake. Uh, so, you know, 
big ass cake, uh, comedy, karaoke, uh, you know, uh, you know, had a couple of old coworkers came out. It would have been nice if some of my fucking friends showed up. Like, don't get me wrong. The people who did show up are my friends, but they're not the people I generally hang out with, but everyone seemed to fucking flake on my birthday. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You, you know, you know my deal. So that's, yeah. that's the reason why yeah. I didn't show up. But I mean, well, well, like Jen had said that she had, uh, Jen had to work that Friday. She traditionally works the weekends anyway, but she had switched out her tickets because she had, she was going to like the Del Lago to something on Saturday. So she had to work Friday to make up to work Saturday. And I thought Austin was going to show up. Uh, but you know, he sends me a text, like, you know, like the thing started at like 9.30, like 10, at 9 o'clock, at like 10.30 sends me a text, like, we're not going to make it. And I was like, all right. It would have been nice if my friend showed up. But at least I'm still going to fucking have fun anyway. Even with, And like I said, the people who did show up, you know, shout out to Cam, shout out to uh, uh, Shiva, shout out to Salam. I have a lot of, I have international friends. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then, of course, all the people who do, the people who work at the bar and stuff like that. Uh, once again, I didn't, I don't think I paid for a drink at all uh, that night. And I had like, you know, 10, <laughs> 10 black tooth grin, black tooth grins. Oh my god. Uh, you know, I had a fucking blast. And then, you know, and luckily enough, woke up. I didn't, I mean, I felt groggy and like, bleh, but not like, not like hungover. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you woke up. That, that would have not been good. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's not like, you know, I, sometimes, you know, sometimes people drink and you wake up and you're like, you feel like you're fucking, you want to die. I didn't feel that way. You know, I still went and when I woke up, you know, and I told my daughter's mother, cause, uh, you know, the, the, the father of the other kids, my, my daughter has her stepbrother. So he watched the kids while she came out. But I told her, I said, look, I'm going to pick up my kid tomorrow when the, whenever the fuck I wake up. It's not going to be in the morning. It's because <laughs> I'm going to fucking sleep in. And she said, all right, cool. So I picked up my kid, you know, and then, you know, then I got to deal with a fucking rambunctious nine year old, uh, you know, with the, and I go, was, and thank God I didn't have, I did not have a hangover. You know, I had a good fucking time and thank you for everyone who helped out. Thank you for everyone who came and for the people who didn't come, they can, you know, fuck my bath. But <laughs> don't, 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 don't take my copyright. No, no, no. You're not allowed to do that. That's my, co- and yeah, I knew it. You can just cut me. Yeah, I <laughs> so that was, you know, and I'm the big four too. And I and I did tell you by the way that I was going to get you I was going to get you drunk one of these days so we're good. Yeah, yeah. One day we're going to go out and we'll we'll, you know I just you know I just it was like my big night. Just gonna yell in the bar and just be like, uh, this man needs to get laid. Please clean his pipes. (laughs) You know, and and there are pretty girls that go there. Like you know that's you know I mean they're college students and I'm a dirty old man, but I mean there are you know there are pretty girls that go there. Um. Yeah, but how old are they? Hey, old enough to cross the street, old enough to get hit. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they're 22, 23. You know that's, you know, you obviously can't be in a bar unless they're at least 21. So, yeah. <laughs> and like even like and see, okay, so here's here's something like on the Wednesday that I did the open mic, you know, I kind of stuck around after the show. And, you know, a lot of people cleared out after, you know, they, you know, they do the show and a lot of, you know, they're comedians and they show up and stuff like that. And then after, and so I was chatting up this one girl, but then I think, you know, I was getting kind of vibes from her that, you know, 
she might not, not might not have liked men. <laughs> you know, it's like, why is it you meet a fucking nice girl? She's cool as fuck. She has great taste in music. You know, everything is, you know, and then like you're like, you know, then you kind of get it's the a vibe. Trap. It's, a, it's a trap. I swear to God, it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm always, I always end up like chatting up like lesbians. And it's not like, and it's, and no, it's not That's like, funny. it's, it's not the, Oh, Chris, they're just saying that <laughs> so you can stop talking to them. <laughs> you know, you're so fucking, you know. That's what Oscar would say to you. It's so disgusting, you know. They're, they're, they're pretending they like women so they don't have to fucking talk to you anymore. No, but I'm saying, so, like, there was a girl and, and, and we're kind of chatting it up and having a good time or whatever. And then, like, you know, I, I forgot exactly how she worded what she said, but I'm like, oh, she's, she doesn't like guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, we, we were having a good conversation, but I, don't know, I fucking, I don't know, I just attract lesbians. I don't know. Hey, um, I mean, whatever. It is what it is, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, on my birthday, I, I, you know, of course, the traditional birthday on Facebook, everybody comes out of the wood where people that you don't talk to all year long come out and, uh, you know, say happy birthday. So I actually, I say, I want to make at least 32, I want to make at least 42 likes. You know, so luckily I made it. I numbered every like, so I'm like, thank you, number 14. Thank you, number 16. Thank you, number 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I got 42 likes, so I guess I'll, I guess I'll have good luck this year. Um, you know, uh, then, uh, you know, Saturday. He thinks he's gonna have luck this year. Yeah, who knows? Hey, look, things, things are going okay, you know, with the new job and the, well, not new car, but, you know, a car to have. I mean, I mean, if we get to me, you can hear how good I am, so. <laughs> yeah. But continue. No, you know, I had a pretty decent birthday party. I mean, maybe, you know, this will be the year that shit, you know, like, better things happen to me. Happen for me, goddammit. I thought yeah. you're the you're the one that's fucking posting positive memes and shit fucking, you know. I know. Do positive for me, goddammit. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Well, maybe maybe you'll actually get laid this year. Yeah. More often than you need to be. So. No, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to leave some things off the podcast. <laughs> yeah. But one thing I won't leave off the podcast is, you know, have you ever have you ever seen a picture of an ex, Chris, and you went, "What the fuck was wrong with me?" <laughs> oh, yeah. So if you uh, if you remember, um. Remember that girl that I was like kind of dating for like two months? Yeah. I think I've talked about her on here before. Um, so I saw a recent picture of her. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I, I don't get how a girl can get uglier. But somehow this chick <laughs> has gotten fucking uglier. And I'm just sitting here going, what the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> like, it did, Was I losing my mind? Was I just like not with it or something? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. But yeah, I kind of, uh, I think I dodged a bullet on that one, my friend. Well, it's, uh, I mean, you say uglier. I mean, it depends on, I mean, of course, and not that fat, oh. equ- not that fat equals ugly, but you know, I, I'm friends with like people that I, like I knew in high school and uh, like on Facebook and, and, or like, you know, you'll, you know, you, everybody has that thing where you go in your head like, Oh, whatever happens to so-and-so. And, and it's funny how all the people who like used to make fun of me because of my size or whatever, as they got older, they're fat now. Or, you know, they fucking, you know, they're, they're, you know, guy has a receding fucking hairline or, you know, uh, you know, the chick ends up, you know, you know, five different kids from, you know, four different men and, 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 you know, fucking cross, you know, so, you know, it's funny the people who, the, nobody looks as good as they did in high school, you know, and like the people who, who like made it, who made it a priority to look good 
don't look good anymore, you know. And if, and if, coincidentally enough, you know, people, you know, people that I know that that were kind of awkward in high school actually got better looking, you know, as they got old. So you know, fuck them. <laughs> but it is fun. It is nice. To, it is a little bit of a justice when I see someone who used to make like fat jokes about me now being fat. Yeah. I mean, you got to understand, like, you, you got to understand, like, this chick wasn't the most attractive chick that I've dated. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be fully admit to it. But at least she was dis- decent looking when I was dating her. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I mean, she let herself go, dude. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, I'm sitting there going, "What the fuck? Like, why did I even touch that? Like, what? What the hell was wrong with me?" <laughs> like, head was I am doing so glad. For the big head. Well, I mean that you got to remember this chick fucking cheated on me, so fuck that. Like I can I can make fun of this bitch all I want, <laughs> like you know. But like man, like I was just like, thank God I didn't get into a long relationship with this chick because holy shit, like I would have looked at that and went went like, hey, I got to replace the mirror again because you looked at it, <laughs> or <laughs> like I'm sorry, but like this this girl made the wall like would make the wall peel. That's how ugly. Damn. <laughs> oh, like I can't, uh, I can't. Yeah, I live in glass. I live in a giant glass house, so I can't be throwing stones there. Um, but I, I like once again, I don't think I'm ugly. I'm just fat. <laughs> I think I'm a good-looking guy. I'm just a good-looking fat guy. I mean, uh, this, these yeah. dumb bitches don't recognize. <laughs> I, you know, dude, like you, you got to understand, man. Like these, there's a lot of women out there now. They, you know, they they just they don't know what they fucking want anymore, and it's just. And, and, you know, part of the problem is, too, Chris, is that we're in a fucking, you know, what is it? We're in, like, a, a culture of, you know, oh, let's just fuck or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So I, I, I get, like, that's what a lot of girls want to be fucking doing now. And it's just like, I mean, I, I guess, but I don't know about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's just, I, so. one thing is, like, my, uh, like... My thing is these girls who like, you know, like girls who are bigger, you know, mm. oh, I want to be appreciated for who I am, you know, like, you know, don't judge me because I'm a big girl or whatever, you know, I'm thick or whatever. But then like when it comes to guys, you know, oh, they won't date a guy that's under six feet tall or, you know, or they won't date a fat guy. You know, I know, I know, I know that's ironic coming from me, but, you know, like, you know, I'm not sit- sitting here talking, oh, fat is beautiful, fat is beautiful. You know, right. all I'm saying is, I'm for a fat fuck. I think I'm I'm one of the better looking fat fuck. But you know, I'm not I'm not who saying fat is beautiful. Fat is beautiful. You know, because these girls that you know these big girls, you know, you never see them dating a fat guy. You know, they they convinced you know one of the normies to fucking date them, and it's like you know, and that's what they want. Or and once again, you know, a guy that's six one, you know, that guy could beat the shit out of them. You know, fuck their sister. You know, keep them. You know separate them from their friends and family and, you know, tell them, you know, your, you know, your job is to fucking stay in the kitchen and fucking clean the toilets, you know, and, and, and all this shit. But if, oh, but he's six one, you know, <laughs> so it's, just, you know, it, it's funny, like how, how women are like all about, you know, don't judge me by my looks, you know, and then, but then we'll get a guy. Dude, they, they, they judge, they listen. If a woman sits there and says to you, they're not judging you by your looks, then they're bullshitting you. Okay. Like if, if they weren't judging anybody by looks, you'd, you'd get tons of chicks mm-hmm. just based on, and I'm, I'm not like, I'd get ton of chicks too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if 
if it was if it wasn't about looks, there would be you know none of us would be fucking single, you know. <laughs> Fuck yeah. it, like you know we'd be getting laid all the time and whatnot, but you know it is what it is. So my thing is, they're all gonna be a pain in the ass. So it might as well be someone I want to fuck. <laughs> so I mean, uh, I mean, you, I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. Like, you don't want to have the one thing that I've always said is I don't want a chick that's super hot. And the reason I say that is because, um, if if you get with a girl that's super hot, they pretty much just they want to use you for your money. Mm-hmm. And it happens all the time. I see I see friends go through it all the fucking time. And I, and I just sit there and I go, I don't want anything to do with that. Like, I don't want to, you know, it, it's not about like, you know, I don't mind providing for a woman, like the right woman. I'll, I'll fucking give money to all day long. You know, mm-hmm. Hey, if you're, if you're worth my time and you prove without beyond a shadow of a doubt that, you know, you, you're for me and that's it, then yeah, I'd have no fucking problem doing that. Mm-hmm. But where my problem comes in is. You get these, you get these chicks that expect you to pay for everything, or from the get go, like not even like you, you haven't even like been talking to these chicks for like more than two seconds, and they're like, so uh, yes, you pay for this, 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 and this, right? And it's like, no, <laughs> like no, that's not how it works, no, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it, it, the, our society's a little is really fucked up, man, and it's just it's. I don't know. It just it's stupid. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I'm sure I'm sure there's some strippers out there for you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that will that will uh, take care of you. In one, working, their, one working their way through college. Um, exactly. So, how was your Father's Day? Oh, uh, it was good. I mean, we just had kind of it was kind of just a chill day, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I, I you know, I just kind of reflect on some of the. I, I just reflect on how. You know, you sometimes think that you're a bad parent, but when somebody looks up at you and says, I love you, you know, that, that kind of makes it all worth it kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the way I kind of look at it. My son is just, you know, my son is one of those like couch potatoes. It's just like, I'm just going to play video games. And I'm just like, Oh my God, get up off your ass and go do something. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he's, you know, he's, I'm hoping to have him at some point, honestly, because, you know, I, I just, I kind of feel like he just doesn't like where he's living. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to go too far into that. I just, I, I just feel like he doesn't like the school. He doesn't like, uh, the town that he's living in, uh, the kids that are around him. That's what he makes the impression about. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't really have to do anything with his mom per se. Um, it's just, he just doesn't like it. And, you know, I, I really hope that he, you know, I mean, eventually he'll be with me. It's just, you know, it is what it is for right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's, you know, you got to do, you got to do what you got to do, you know, like, you know, I, and, and, you know, and right now things are going, I mean, knock on wood, things are going okay with me and my, me and my daughter's mother. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to rock the boat. Everything's cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, everything's going good with my ex. You know what I'm saying? And that's the kind of thing. Like, I'm like, okay. I, I don't want to, like, do anything to kind of, like, destroy that, so to speak. But, you know, my kid sits there and is like, you know, I, I want to stay with you and blah, 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 blah. And just, like, sitting there going, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just kind of like, I don't know what to say. Like, you know, it's not like I don't want my son. It's just, you know, what do I do in that kind of situation kind of deal, you know? And it is what it is, but 
you know. But hey, eventually it'll happen. I'll have my kid and everything will be fine. So yeah, well, we, me and my daughter, we went to the uh, the Strong Museum of Play. Uh, so I saw for those people that are up here, you know that you know there is a, a Rochester Museum of Play. That's it, it's the host of the you know Toy Hall of Fame. Which the funny thing is, and I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned this in the past, the Toy Hall of Fame is like a glorified display case. You know, like if I if I if I was if I was a toy fanatic and I traveled across the fucking country and I went to fucking Rochester, New York to go see the Toy Hall of Fame, you know, and I saw a fucking glorified display cabinet, I would be, you know, I'd be pissed off. That being said, holy shit, I went there the other day, and you know they're building, and you know they had tore down you know for, for the local people you know uh you know they tore down some of the like one of the local highways just so they could like have the land to build on and everyone was wondering what's going on with that with the with the highway that you know and here it was called the interloop uh they tore down the interloop but they're like they're expanding the main building itself is pretty big but they're building like you know already right now they already have like a five-story parking lot there and that's going to suck because now they're going to start charging people for parking. That's going to suck because they, they say it's going to be like $5 for the day. But still, I mean, before parking was free. But they're expanding and they're going to call it the neighborhood of play as opposed to just like the museum of play. And uh, so, I mean, well, that's how they get the money, man. That's how they do it. Yeah. And, and I mean, don't be wrong. I've I've always gone there and I've had a good time. And so what I did was, you know, I still had a little bit of birthday money left in my left left around. So. I bit the bullet and I got me and my daughter like the season pass. Cause you know, like if you go once, you know, one parent, one kid, you know, you're talking damn near $50, you know, for one visit. And so the season pass is good for the year. Uh, you could put another adult on it. You could put, you know, and then when you and the other adult <coughs> up to four kids. And so, you know, I think it's worth it. You know, if, if you go like what, you know, six times in a year. You know, once every two months or something like that. And I and I know it's going to be, you know, now that, you know, because sometimes, you know, it's and especially in the wintertime, you know, saying it's not like you go to the park in the winter because, you know, it's fucking winter. And, you know, Rochester has like 10 months of winter. Um, you know, it doesn't have 10 months of winter. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, look, it's, I mean, I'm not complaining at all. But I mean, here we, it's in June and we're still like 60 degrees and raining, <laughs> you know. You know, I mean, I'm not complaining, honestly. Oh yeah, no, 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 I'm not complaining shit. at all. Yeah, I mean, this I, is the I, first I year in a this is the first year in a long time that we've actually had a normal spring. Oh yeah. Like I'm sitting here going like, okay, because this by this time last year, if you remember, it was like fucking 90 degrees. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here going like, if I remember correctly, like the first part of May there was like several days of 90 degrees. Then it went back down and it was like rainy and kind of normal. Mm -hmm. And then it went back up to 90 degrees and stayed that way for the rest of the summer. So it hasn't even been like knock on wood. We haven't even gotten like close to 90 degrees recently. So, I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen here in July. Oh yeah. Uh, But you know, at least it's been normal so far. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, you know, I got the pass and so I'm, you know, I'm excited about that. The funny thing is, like, I just want, I want to go on a date without her because they have that they have the uh, the old school arcade. Like, they have like a bunch of old arcade games because I never get a chance to play them because you know she's a kid of the modern age and old school games don't. You know, she loses her attention quickly <laughs> when you try to play like an old school video game. So I like at least like I think I'm gonna just like just go there. Just you know, I'm gonna spend like a you know. Get twenty dollars in quarters and just fucking. <laughs> Mommy, the guy, the 
The old man over there pushed me out of the way. <laughs> no, no. Look, the funny thing, you go to that place, ain't no eight-year-old playing fucking, you know, Qbert. <laughs> you know, they're 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 out, you know, doing other things. So, you know, it's just it's cool because, and it's even like it's like it, they even have like it looks like it was in the '80s, like with the lights out and stuff like that, where you all you just see is the lights from the machines and stuff like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go one day and just enjoy myself just to you know, play some old school video games. Um, all right, so uh, on the same weekend, well, not it wasn't this weekend, but last weekend, uh, New York City had its uh, Puerto Rican parade, and LA had its Pride parade in the same day. So uh, just mentioning it because it was in my timeline. And uh, also, oh, I, I I took my daughter to her second heavy metal show. I was I, I was working, or I, I had I, I I didn't want to go to the, her mom took her to a show go see like a heavy metal cover band and so uh so i didn't go to that one and i didn't and once again we i, I didn't know how she was going to react because like my daughter like she's not into heavy metal like the way i am you know she my daughter's still into like bruno mars and you know uh the other one there's this guy marshmallow or whatever like that's literally his name like he's like a, he's like a edm dj kind of guy but like his songs are pretty poppy it's like pop it's like pop music but edm at the same time and so uh, she went to a show with her mom, and she had a, she had a good time. So uh, you know, then and and the cool thing is that because it's this band called Springer, and they're and they're a local band, and and but I mean they're local, but you know they they go around the state, and you know they and they make good money because they put on like a, a, a fucking kick ass show, because you know all the guys in the band are are like really fucking talented. But I mean you know they have lights, they have you know the smoke machines, they have and. The one thing that's kind of cool is that it is an older crowd, so even though they're playing heavy metal, there's no moshing. Like if you start moshing, like they'll fucking stop playing. So, so I was able to go with my daughter and not have to worry about her being fucking stepped on or pushed and shit like that, you know. And, and like, and of course she got a little tired. She, you know, she wanted she didn't want to leave, but she wanted to sit on my shoulders, and I was a pain in the ass. But you know, I was able to take my daughter to her second heavy metal show. So I was like, I'm so proud of happy dad. <laughs> You know, you know, I like, I'm just waiting for the day. I mean, you know, I don't want to jinx it and say it doesn't happen, but like, I can't wait to like one day just go to a Metallica show with my daughter. Cause I mean, I've seen Metallica fucking like 30 times, you know, and I love them and I know, you know, I can tell you exactly what pyrotechnics are going to go off at what time in the song and, you know, cause they, they, they've been putting on the same show for the past 20 years. That's, that's not fucking, that's not mince words. Uh, but you know, if I could go with my daughter once, I would, I think that'd be fucking awesome. Um, all right. So I think. Uh, uh, I think we're good with the first half of the show. And with see, Chris, Chris is drunk. See, I told you. <laughs> and with that, we'll be back with more Dick and Fart Joke. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, necrophilia. Ah, ah, It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked. Crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. 
I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie to jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept Little history up. doll yeah, popping absolutely. up at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped from watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Sia. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming out tonight. How about a round of applause for everybody before? <laughs> Professional comedian. I'm just a guy trying to bring home a U of R girl. Uh, I live two blocks up that way. Uh, it's really weird to see your picture up as big like that. That's like, actually like, exactly like I dreamed it. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, today's my 42nd birthday. I'll be one of the older people, older, oldest people here. Uh, I'm really old. How old am I? I don't know where my nose hair ends and my mustache begins. <laughs> I'm still on Facebook, that's how old I am. <laughs> and with, my, with it being my birthday, um, I decided to hire myself a prostitute. And you know, like, you know, for those who don't know, you know, they shut down all the really good websites for prostitutes, so you have to like go and Google and all this other stuff. So you know, you make arrangements with a girl, and you set a date and a time and all this other stuff. And you know, I haven't been with a woman in a while, so I was like really nervous. It's really awkward, so you know, I brought her flowers. Uh, I opened the car for the door, opened it, ah, the car door when we went to the Gates Hotel, and we decided we're gonna wait. Uh, it's like the third day. She's worth it. Um, so, as you see, well, uh, it's not here. My last name is Cologne, but it is spelled C O L O N. And so, usually when you read it off the paper, everyone says Mr. Mr. Colon. So, that's how I know when the bill collectors are calling my house. I say to Mr. Colon, he's not here. He's dead. Oh, this is the girl I met the Tim Roof the other night. Oh, how you doing? Cologne is a Spanish last name. And uh, a lot of people are very surprised because even though I am 100% Puerto Rican, I do not speak Spanish. And uh, I had a black friend in high school, and he was like, dude, you don't speak Spanish? It's like a stereotype. I'm like, motherfucker, do you speak Swahili? <laughs> you, you speak Amharic? You speak Yoruba? I had to go, I had to go on Wikipedia for that joke. Um, <laughs> Oh boy! All right, so um, so I, I do literally I do live in this neighborhood, two blocks that way, and uh, the three worst words I hate I hate to hear. Yo, big man! Yo, big man! Yo, big man! You got a dollar? But no, if I did, I wouldn't live in this fucking neighborhood. <laughs> you know, I'll you know I'll be getting off the bus. And, Yo, you got a dollar? Like I just got I just got off the fucking bus, and uh, I do see a lot of familiar faces here people who go to other Tin Roof events, and a lot of people here, they've seen me that I have a daughter, and she's my little mistake baby. And, <laughs> and like, I'm 42, I got an ex-wife, I got a baby mama, that's my little mistake baby. And I want that to be a lesson for her, you know what I'm saying? Like, stay in school, have a career, pursue your dreams, you know, because I don't want any mistake grandbabies. Uh, so, you know, being single, you go on to dating sites and everything like that, you know, I'm a single lady, surprise, surprise. And I'm up here looking like an alternate universe uh, version of Biggie Smalls. Uh, is the crown too much? Uh, 
I'm looking for a girl who's a Buffalo Bills fan. Because I need a woman that's used to disappointment. <laughs> and the one thing you've noticed is like when you see all these the, the profiles for the girls and the single girls on the, on the sites, they all like hiking. What's up with single women in hiking? And uh, you, you know, I've never seen a couple go hiking. It's always like single, I love hiking. So another thing single girls like, they all seem to like those true investigation shows like the first 48 or Dateline or Snapped or whatever. You know, and that's a bad combination because usually whenever I see a, a couple go hiking, they usually end up on the first 48 <laughs> or Dateline or Snapped. So ladies, let that be a lesson to you. If you like hiking, either stay single or you're gonna die in the woods. <laughs> I'm a big nerd. I love Lord of the Rings. I love Game of Thrones. I love all that stuff. But I'm like the odd man out with all my friends because my friends love sports. And, I, and my friends are the kind of guys that, we won, we won. I was like, no, motherfucker. A millionaire on human growth hormone one. You sat at home drinking Coors Light, shoving Cheetos down your throat. You know, and they always smash me. Oh, that stuff, that's not real. That's not real. And it's like, dude, you watch the Giants fight the Titans, and the Falcons fight the Eagles, and the Buccaneers fight, you know, the, the Pirates or whatever. I'm like, that's, that, that sounds like a pretty awesome fucking Dungeons and Dragons game, if you ask me. Um, all right, so now some throwaway jokes. I was at Ikea the other day, and uh, for those who don't know, Ikea is starting to sell uh, these rainbow flag bags for Pride Month. You know, so if you go buy the flags and you kind of let people know. And it's like, you're shopping at Ikea, we know. Um, uh, I, while I was shopping, I was looking at 4K TVs. And, uh, you know, these are gorgeous, beautiful things. And But what am I going to get out of it? I watch, like, old Seinfeld reruns. What am I going to do with a 4K TV? See the hatred in Seinfeld and the Kramer's eyes? <laughs> I fucked up. Recently, this past week, Hillary Clinton's brother died. I wonder what he knew. <laughs> As you can see, let's not sugarcoat it. I am a fat guy. And I challenge you, I don't care how thin you are, go and tell your, go to your mutual group of friends and tell them you're gonna lose weight. And because people tend to love to give you advice when it comes to losing weight. And you know who always has the most advice? Fat people. It's, it's swear to God, it's always like, oh, I tried Atkins. Oh, I tried the South Beast diet. Oh, it's all about keto and portion control. And it's like, Fat people giving diet advice is like your school guidance counselor giving you career advice, you know? <laughs> what the fuck do they know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, like I said, I'm single, I'm fat, and everyone likes to give you advice. Oh, you gotta lose weight, get a better job, get a nicer car, get a nicer apartment, move to a nicer area, stop playing video games all the time, stop reading, listening to heavy metal so much, stop reading comic books. Shave that stupid beard. Maybe you could dress better. But you know, be yourself. Thank you very much. And we're back. All right, Paul. So let's get into some nerdy news. Uh, and I've been all over this shit on on YouTube. Uh, I, I, I mean, I don't think I could. I think they just recently opened it to the public. But I'm broke anyway. But now that you know, maybe I can save up so we can actually do this. Uh, Galaxy's Edge out in California at Disney World, they opened up the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be, you know, it's this whole wing of Disney 
Um, I mean, I went to Disney when I was last time I went to Disney. I was fucking, you know, seven, eight years old. I can't even remember. Like, I mean, I, I have pictures. I remember going, but I mean, you know, I, I haven't been there in, you know, 20 fucking years, 30 years, 40 years, whatever, you know, what, eight, no, 42 minus eight, whatever, 30 something years. So, <laughs> um, uh, but they have this thing, Galaxy's Edge, uh, by, uh, made by Source. It's supposed to be a quote unquote immersive experience. Where you go and they have like Star Wars themed shops and you could go in and, you know, buy. And, 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 they, and it's funny because, you know, there were videos of people just going and just like, just looking at the prices of everything, you know. And, you know, if you want a Jedi robe, you know, you're going to pay $80. Or if you want, you know, uh, and then, uh, the, the two big things that they had there was you can get a lightsaber for $200, but it's a whole thing. Like you go, you, like you and like 20 people go into a room and you get to choose the color of your lightsaber by like, there's these crystals, a person walks around. And so like you can make it like you get like a purple crystal or a green crystal or blue or red, you know, from, and, and like there's no <laughs> colors other than the colors that were in the movies, you know, um, uh, you know, you choose the color and then like you get to put, to, you get to put the handle together. And so, like, you know, you have two different choices of, like, you know, the part that they call the emitter. And you get two choices of the, the part that where the switch goes on. And you have two two choices of what the bottom part looks like. But even, even of those choices, like, before you walk into the room, you choose, like, what kind of lightsaber you want. And they have, like, you know, categories like, you know, this one is for order and protection. And this one is for power and control. And this one's, you know, nature and, pri- you know, nature and something. You know, nature and balance and all this shit. So, you know, from that, like, you know, you say you want that, so they give you a pin, and then they, they use the pin that you're wearing on you to give you, like, here's the pieces for the nature and balance lightsaber, here's the, you know, here's the ones for the power and control lightsaber, and you get to put it together, and um, so, uh, and then, you know, they got, like, 20 people in a room, and, you know, you put the lightsabers together, and then, like, the people, and, and, you know, it's... Everyone who's there, the the workers at the place are like they're all dressed up like Star Wars characters, and they tell you know the legend of Skywalker or the legend of Yoda, and then like you take the hilt and you put the hilt or they put the hilt in a machine, and then like it opens up and the lightsaber part is attached, you know, and and you know they have like you could go out and get like an action lightsaber, and it's gonna it's gonna run you about two hundred dollars anyway, so like you know might as well get because it's made it's like the harder ones like like you could like you could actually hit things with it. Like they don't recommend it, but you know you could you could actually you know you, you know when people play fight and shit like you know it's not it's not sensitive it's not gonna break like a fluorescent light bulb or something like that. Um, then they had uh, these the, the droids. They have like a droid maker station where you can make like a little R two D two a BB eight, and those go for one hundred and fifty dollars. So two hundred dollars for a lightsaber, one hundred fifty dollars for uh, the droid, which is basically a fucking glorified. Uh, remote control car because it doesn't really do anything except you know it, now the one thing it does is like it it has a bluetooth connection but it doesn't it doesn't talk to other robots but if you're in the park depending on the personality because you could have like a rebel you could put a rebel chip on it you could put a first order chip on it and when you walk around the park like if you have a rebel droid and then you go to somewhere that you know has first order It'll like start panicking and shit like that. So I mean, it's cute. That's cute. But then once you take it home, it's not like they they use the Bluetooth to talk to each other. Um, there is this other robot called like DJ Rex or some shit like that. And it, DJ Rex. Yeah, because I think it's from before they had this Star Wars thing back. They, uh, 
back there was a thing called Star Tours, and and DJ Rex was like a, a automated. It looked like a robot that was supposed to be like a DJ, um, uh, for the Star Tours. So you could buy a version of that, and and that one, uh, it's it's basically a glorified remote control car, but it also has like a Bluetooth speaker in it. So you know you could play music you know from your phone and run it, you know drive it around your house and shit like that. Um, right. I mean they're nice looking, but I mean it's a little you know you know it's one foot high droid like i mean it's cool it's not 150 dollars worth you know what I'm saying like i mean i don't have the kind of the lightsaber i kind of get only because if you want the what they i think they call them action lightsabers the ones that are like sturdier so you can actually like hit people like you know like if you and your friends started having lightsaber battles like they're meant they're meant to hit each other like they'll make a noise when they hit you know the and then um and the the one cool thing that the ones that disney that None of the battle the the battle ones that they sell in the store is that the Disney ones when they light up the light goes from the bottom to the top. Right. Like the other lightsabers you turn on and they turn on all at once. And once again, it's a small bullshit detail. But if you know if you're really you know if you're <coughs> if you're paying two hundred dollars for a fucking lightsaber you want the <laughs> you want it to go you know from you know from the hilt to the to the tip you know <laughs> and from the that's base to the said. tip. Um, that's what she said. You know, uh, then there's the Millennium Falcon ride and, you know, you get in the Millennium Falcon and it's funny because like they say, like you see the Millennium Falcon and they, and, and it's out there and it's on this, but you don't go in the Millennium Falcon the way people do in the movies. Like in the, in the movies, they go in through this ramp. Uh, you kind of get walked through this walkway and you're brought onto the Millennium Falcon, but they kind of turn you around a little bit because there's actually six cockpits in there. You know, when you, when you think, oh, you're going to go to the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, you know, the one that you could see from the outside. No, you're not doing that. You're going to like this little motion room that looks like, you know, you're, it looks like you're in a cockpit and it has, you know, it's like a projected screen. Like you're in the cockpit that moves around and shakes and has hydraulics and shit. But, you know, um, um, you know, you're not, you're not sitting at, when you were standing outside looking at the cockpit, you're not sitting in that. You're something, you're on the inside. Um, and they kind of have this little mission that you play and they're like, Everyone, you get like six people in the cockpit, and then like everyone could kind of push buttons and stuff like that. And I, I think like it, it legit changes how well the people play. Like I think like you know like if nobody does anything, the ride lasts for like a minute or some shit like that. But if everybody does what they're supposed to do, it lasts for like four or five minutes or something like that. So uh, you know it's like it's it's somewhat interactive. Like you know if you got a bunch of people that ain't doing shit, you know <laughs> like fuck you get out you know get out let's get some other people on here. Right. Um, so, I mean, that's cool. Like, when I saw the video, I mean, is it a little cheesy? Yeah, but, like, it's like you sit in the, the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. Like, just watching the video, my heart went like, oh, my God, I want to <laughs> like, be there. Um, so, oh, my God. Uh, that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, of course, you know, it's everything. Like, you know, the guy, you know, I was, you know, there's a bunch of videos of these people who got the chance to go. And, uh, like, there were, like, you know, you, you had a, the first, like, two, three weeks, you needed a reservation to go. You couldn't just show up. And so, like, a lot of these people that are, like, YouTube people, uh, you know, like, these nerdy channels and stuff like that, you know, they went, and, like, you know, the guy's like, look, you know, here's this cup of fucking, you know, peach, uh, you know, a peach smoothie cost them, like, $7, you know. And there's, like, a regular cup, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're charging you like you're in a fucking movie theater. Uh, <laughs> but, uh. What's wrong with the movie theater? <laughs> I was making sure you're paying attention. No, but uh, oh, I'm paying attention. Don't you worry. <laughs> but I mean, you know, 
I want to do it. I mean, I, I don't, I honestly don't, I don't want a lightsaber and I don't want a droid. I'm not going to pay $200 for a lightsaber. I, I was, I saw the videos and I think it looks fucking cool. If I had that kind of money, oh, nobody sh- wants a droid, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mac fanboy shit. It's but, actually an Apple iPhone. Booze. <laughs> Continue. No, so yeah, so, uh, the, uh, I mean, like, if I had, if I had money to throw away, yes, it would be kind of cool to get a lightsaber, but I really don't give up. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of want to go. I definitely, like, if I went, like, I mean, my heart would be on going on a Millennium Falcon, because it's sort of, you know, as cheesy as it is, like, you know, it's sort of just watching the video, just like sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, I was like, ooh, I want to do that. Um, you know, that, she would. And, and the weird thing is that, like, you can buy, like, the Jedi robes and shit like that. But you can't wear them there. They won't let you wear them. Like they they only want people dressed like the characters. Like you, like if you showed up or whatever, like dressed like a stormtrooper, they're like they're not gonna let you in, which is weird. But like because they don't like they call it an immersive experience, and they don't want if you show up dressed up like a Jedi, they're not they don't want you to get in there because like you know, and <laughs> if a kid sees you and you're being an asshole, but you look like a Jedi, then the kid's gonna get like the wrong idea. I think you know I think they just you know they just want more of your fucking money. Right. You know, so, but, you know, they're, it is kind of weird that they're doing that. Now, that being said, um, I was listening to this other uh, podcast and they're talking about how they're going to open up, how, how, like, this is Disney in California. Down in Disney in Florida, they're going to, they're building, like, a whole Star Wars hotel that has, now, okay, so, okay, like, the one in, in California. Yeah, it's supposed to be an immersive experience, but, you know, you walk in next to a guy that's wearing a Star Wars t-shirt, you know what I'm saying, or a guy with a Chewbacca on his shirt. It's not really immersive, you know what I'm saying, it doesn't feel right. The one that they're having in Florida, it's almost, it's going to be like you're on a whole other fucking planet. And they, they're going to give you clothes to wear and shit like that. Like, you can't wear your street clothes when you go into the hotel. You have to wear, like, the stuff they give you. And, like, there's going to be screens everywhere. It's going to look like you're on some alien planet. So, like, your window doesn't, your window isn't going to look outside. Your window, if you look outside your window, it's going to look like you're looking at an alien fucking planet. And it's supposed to be, you know, like, that's going to be, like, the real immersive Star Wars experience. Like, you know, Cal- like, California is good, but they have planning for, for Florida is going to be even better. Um, so, basically, what Chris is trying to say, let me sum this up for you. He's drooling right now, and I'm oh, surprised yeah. this mic hasn't broken anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I want to do it. And, and, you know, and it's just, and, you know, and I, I promised, you know, I, I want, I want to take my daughter to Disney, but like, I, like, I kind of like, <laughs> like, cause again, I th- we're thinking about like, my mom wants to go, like, I think I'm just going to like leave her with my mom. And then I'm I was going to say, <laughs> that's probably what you were going to do. <laughs> I'm going to go leave with mom and fucking, I look, I'm going to go to Star Wars land because my daughter doesn't care. And my mom definitely doesn't care. So I think like, you know, you guys play in the fucking teacups. You know, in Cinderella Land. Or <laughs> you guys go play in the teacups. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be. Stuck I'm a all man. Day. I'm gonna be stuck all day in fucking, uh, you know. Yeah, so you got this little kid and this old lady so out in the sun. <laughs> like they're trying to call you on the phone. You're just like, no, I'm in the Millennium Falcon. Leave me alone. Tough shit, mom. <laughs> but I mean, I, you know, I want to do it, or, or you know, I don't know. I, I, it'd be nice if I could, like, if I had someone to go with. But you know. I don't know. Like, I mean, years ago, I dragged my ex-wife to the uh, to the Star Wars and no, the Star Trek experience out in the Hilton Hotel in in Vegas when we got married. Like when we were in Vegas that week, we went to the, the Star Trek experience, and she ended up just like, I just said, just go to the bar. 
Yeah, same like that little bar area. And I'm like, here, drink, you know, and they had like these Star Trek themed drinks and shit like that. Like, you know, go, go drink, go leave me the fuck alone. I want to have fun. So, you know, I don't know. I want to go with someone that's going to have fun, but I may not, I think it's just going to be me by myself going fucking getting lightsabers and droids and shit. Um, okay. Uh, have you watched any of the new Black Mirror season th- four? I have not. No. Oh, okay. Couldn't even tell you what that is. Oh, Black Mirror on uh, on Netflix. It's the. Oh, uh, I got rid of Netflix, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's a uh, Black Mirror is sort of you know the uh, Netflix's version of like uh, 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 the Twilight Zone, except you know everything's everything's technology related. So they had three, they released three ep- It's weird they call it a season, but it was only te- well they, there was four episodes. There was that Bandersnatch episode that people it was the interactive one where you make the decisions. And there's mm-hmm. like billions of different, you know, there's like, uh, you know, a bunch of different combinations on how you can watch the movie. Um, so that's technically part of the season. And then they had an episode called Smithereens, which was about a guy who like, he, he, Smithereens in this world, it's like a, it's like a, a company like Facebook. And he's like, you know, everybody's on their phones and everyone's distracted and the world is crazy. So like he takes like a Facebook, uh, employee hostage in the car and and you know like he's holding him hostage and he's like i just want to talk to you know the the president like he wants to talk to mark zuckerberg like you know they don't they don't call him mark zuckerberg but you know and it's played by uh uh topher grace and and it's all about like because like while he's while he he's keeping the police like at bay there's these kids kind of like tweeting about it like there's kids there tweeting about the situation and it's sort of like how it's a newsworthy situation, but like how people are like how the news will use tweets as like actual facts, but like the yeah. kid, like the kids don't know everything that's going on, but like they'll put something in a tweet and then like in the fucking news, everyone's reporting about it and like how the story kind of evolves and gets all fucking twisted and bent out of shape because, you know, it's, you know, when you like when you play the operator game, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, the story changes every time it goes to a different person and, uh, so there, there was that one. That one, I, everyone seems to like that one. I, th- I think it was the most boring. Um, oh, they had, okay, here's a funny one. It was, uh, this one was called Striking Vipers. And it had, uh, <coughs> it had the guy, um, the guy that played Falcon in the Marvel movies. Uh, the guy that played, um, uh, Black Manta in, in, uh, Aquaman. And then later on, it's the girl that plays Mantis from uh guardians of the galaxy so it's these guys they're they're two guy friends or whatever and they and they hang out and you know it goes like 10 years ago when they were roommates and stuff like that and they used to play this game called striking vipers x oh stri- excuse me striking vipers and it's basically you know uh street fighter you know so they go and they play so one guy plays like the ryu character the other guy plays the, the chun li character and they're fighting 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 so now like it jumps forward 10 years in the future so now it's like you know it's this new updated thing and they go and, uh, like, it's even beyond, it's even beyond, like, VR. It's like a thing you put on the side of your head and your eyes roll on the back of your fucking head. And, like, you go and you live, like, you go inside the game. And so, like, you know, if you're playing fucking Street Fighter and someone punches you, you can fucking feel it. You know, or, or you know, at least your, your brain has the, the, the sensation. And so, like, they go and it's almost like, oh, my God, this is real. This is, you know, like, everything feels real. Well, that being said, and I guess this is a spoiler or whatever. Since everything's real, then it turns into like a sex scene where Ryu is fucking. Why does it? Why does it turn into a sex scene? Because it's one of those deals where like every like 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 oh my god, this game is so immersive. Like you could do whatever you want. I mean, it's mainly just to fight, but it's so like advanced 
And so the guy, so the whole, so it's like a guy, but he's fucking his friend, who's Chun Li in the game. But then, like, so, this is getting weird. Yeah, it gets fucking, you know. And and then, like, but then, like, the guy that plays Chun Li, who's who who was the guy from who played Black Manta and Aquaman, he keeps like after that that first night, the guy's like, and, and it's Falcon, the guy who plays Falcon. He's like, I don't want to fucking do this shit no more. That's fucking weird or whatever. Like, what the fuck happened? And then, like, his friend keeps calling him, like, Come on, let's play, let's play, let's play. <laughs> and it's all about like, you know, and then the, and then like spoilers whatever like he goes back to he goes back to play but it's so they can fuck but like it's because it's a weird it, it's, it's it's so fucking weird you know but you know and i'm not trying to be like homophobic or anything like that or whatever but you know it definitely like you know if you play, the opinions of chris cologne <laughs> it's just it it's it's an interesting it's an interesting take like if things are so real well what is real well if you're, if you're fucking your friend you know are you and then like in the story, like he's is you know he has a wife. It's like, it's like so like he's. By the way, Chris, we're never doing that. Just <laughs> yeah. we're never playing striking Viper's X. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Come on, Paul. <laughs> I'll let you be Ryu. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. No. So all right, and then all right, so that's so uh, I won't like spoil the end to that. Uh, and then uh, then the last one. It's something something Ashley. The last one has Miley Cyrus in it, and she's like a pop star. And, uh, and the funny thing is, like, it's one of those deals where it's, it gets real meta, where it's like, she lives with her aunt, and she's a pop star, and she writes music, and, you know, she's written popular music, but now that she's getting older, she wants to do, like, more mature music, like, she's like, you know, it's all fine and good with this positive stuff, but I want to do dark, edgier stuff. And then her aunt, and then, like, the funny thing is, at first, like, you know, in the public persona, her aunt's, like, this wonderful person, but her aunt's like, fuck you, you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, you're gonna do what the fuck I tell you, this is what sells, you know, fuck creativity, you know, the money's coming in, you know, you're a billionaire, you know, and so, um, then by some, just, like, some weird coincidence, uh, they start, (laughs) they start selling these dolls, these little like like almost like Furbies, I guess would be the best way to put it. They start selling these Furbies, but the Furby is supposed to represent the girl Ashley O, the the Miley Cyrus character. This is getting weird. Yeah, so they take like a readout of her brain, and mm-hmm. they put it in the dolls. But they put like all these crazy like it's, it was cheaper just to to just put a restrictor on the brain. So like it's almost like the the technology is so advanced that all these little girls are getting these dolls that have like Miley Cyrus's brain in this little robot but it's supposed to be like you know it's supposed to be like you could talk to her like she's your best friend and and she can give you dating advice and she could give you the you know like you know it's like getting like getting a piece of the pop star so like uh like then the miley cyrus's character wants spoilers or whatever like she tells her aunt like you know i'm not doing this and her aunt like fucking poisons her and like puts her into a fucking coma but since they have like a map of her brain and shit like that they start using the map of the brain to like use that to make music mm. like you know so like you know like like if you you know once again it's you know the technology is advanced to the point where you can record every synapse of the fucking brain you know you can replicate the brain and you don't need the you don't need the girl anymore you know you could easily just control this computer and then all the dolls start going fucking crazy when like she goes into a coma except for one particular doll and then like these girls go to rescue Miley Cyrus it's a weird it's a weird one but I thought that was my, my favorite one uh, that was uh, something, something, and, and her character's name was Ashley O. Like, Ashley O was a part of the name of the episode. And then, like, the funny thing is that, like, 
when she's doing her pop songs, they they play they they play like two songs during the episode, and both of the songs are like Nine Inch Nail songs, but like tur- like turned into pop songs. If that makes any sense, like you know, mm-hmm. and then you know, so I thought that was kind of cool, you know. <clears> so, uh, so that's enough with the the Black Mirror. And then the the funny thing is that like you know Billy Ray Cyrus, her dad did that song with uh, Lil Nas X about Old Town Road, but Old Town right. Road Old Town Road samples Nine Inch Nails, and a few months later, Miley Cyrus is doing a song covering Nine Inch Nails, but pop versions. It's just it's a weird just a weird fucking coincidence. Um, I think it's over now, but I think earlier this week they had the E3 conference, right? In uh in in Vegas. Yes, I think it's Vegas. Yeah, so. I mean, honestly, there is nothing I could give two shits about. There was no real fucking announcement. <laughs> you know, I, I let me see. I, I, you know, the only thing that even remotely was on my radar was they're doing an Avengers game, but the Avengers yeah. game looks like shit. Like they 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 show no real actual. Yeah, a lot of play. people complained about it. <laughs> yeah, like you know, and I understand like they can't make the characters look exactly like the ones in the movies, just so like they don't have to pay likeness rights. But also, I think, you know, if they make the characters look like they do in the movies, then you would have to, then people would get confused and be like, is this like a sequel? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can't have, you know, I guess, spoiler alert, you know, by the time we get to the end of Endgame, you know, Captain America is out of the Avengers, you know. So if you're playing this game and Captain America's in it, like if they look like Chris Evans, people are like, well, I thought Chris Evans is not Captain America anymore. So, you know... But they make them look close enough. But but I mean, but they don't make them look close enough. They look. Everybody looks like weird. They're just just say it. They look like shit. They look like <laughs> shit. Everyone looks weird and warped and ugly, and and you know, and and Iron Man looks wrong. It like it looks like you know. And the whole thing is like this is it's Square Enix. Like these are the guys who did like the Final Fantasy games and and stuff like that. And Crystal Dynamics. They've you know they've made good games in the past. Why does this look like shit? You know, you're given a billion dollar, a literal billion dollar franchise like the like the Marvel, the, the Avengers for Christ's sake, and it looks like shit. And and the, and like the whole thing is like it's all cutscenes, and like oh, but this is using the in-game engine. I don't give a shit. The, the, the game sucks. The game sucks. I don't care how gorgeous it is. You know, I mean, I mean the the, the special effects look good. You know, they're on a bridge and, and, and Hulk is throwing cars and Captain America's flying and shooting with his repulsor rays and all this. It looks beautiful, but if the game <laughs> sucks and, and that, and that's a big fucking, that's a big giant red flag. If they're not showing you any fucking gameplay and they're showing you nothing but cutscenes, that game looks, the game's probably going to suck. You know, like, and, and let me tell you, I've been, I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but I bought like, I got Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man. I no, I, I don't think you did. Yeah, and I bought it. And I bought it used in GameStop. You know, sort of like an early gift, to, birthday gift. To my, I got Red Dead Redemption Two, and I got Spider Man. You know, both used or whatever. And you know, I played Red Dead Redemption for a little while, and I, I sort of like, I'm like, I have to fucking sit down and dedicate myself to that game because it's pretty intense. So I'm like, all right, let me play some Marvel Spider Man. And Marvel Spider Man is fun as fuck. You know, I'm like, I'm at a part right now where things are getting a little repetitive, but um. You know, it's cool, like, you know, upgrading your suits and, and getting all these extra powers and doing, you know, and then, like, you know, there was a part of, you know, there was a part of the game where, you you know, when you first played it, it was real fucking hard. But then as you, you know, advance, you go back and, like, you can fucking kick everyone's ass in two seconds. So that's fun. You know, it's, and, and, and it's kind of, you know, it's trying its best to stay true to the, to the, the universe. And the whole thing is that it's, it's based, it's somewhat based on Manhattan. But Jesus Christ, someone 
someone should have give these guys a fucking map of Manhattan because like <laughs> the neighborhoods are in the wrong area. They totally cut off Harlem. Like, like the Upper West Side of Har- uh, New York City, the Upper West Side of Manhattan gets cut short. You know, Jesus. There's, you know, so like, and then like I go, I, I go to where what would be where I grew up, my, like the na- my neighborhood in the game. And like there's big industrial buildings or like my mom's building would be. <laughs> and like, you know, and it's cool and stuff like that. But I was like, you know, you think because let me tell you, back in the day on PlayStation 2, there was a game called Streets of New York. And like when they made the map for that game, they it was like a, it was a GTA ripoff. But when they made the map for the game, they took like a legit map of New York City, and that was the map you can play in the game. And of course, maybe the you know different sized buildings and shit like that. But like you know, if you needed to make a turn on you know First Avenue and go down to you know Houston Street, that was, that's a legit thing you could do in the game. You know, so you know it's like how could they did that shit fucking two generations ago on PlayStation Two? You can't do it in fucking PlayStation Four. But I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's nitpicking. It was, it's still fun. I, I'm only like 40% into the game so far, but I'm, I'm enjoying it so much. Um, so once again, that E3, really, I, I, there's nothing other than those Avengers games. I, there's nothing in E3 that came out that, you know, you know, excites they, you. Yeah. You know, there's more bullshit. <coughs> Fallout 76 bullshit. I liked Fallout 4. I liked Fallout 3. I never played Fallout 76. It looked like garbage then. And it still looks like garbage. And so, I don't know. Um, let me see. So, did I, did we, the last episode, did we talk about Godzilla King of Monsters? Um, no, we didn't. Yeah. So I saw that. <laughs> so I don't IMAX. <laughs> but it was, of course you did. <laughs> but it was pretty good. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not a Godzilla fan. Um, when I was a kid, I used to watch the movies. On like you know on the Fox affiliate you know which in New York City was Channel Five like you know Channel Five like on a Saturday afternoon would give like the Godzilla movies and stuff like that and those like I just wanted to see the monsters fight I don't give a fuck about Japanese soldiers or Japanese businessmen or you know there was always like these whole these stories with people I'm like I don't give a fuck about that. I just want to see monsters fighting and it, it's funny to see that when Godzilla came out. People were complaining about the human part of the movie, like, "Oh, there's this all this human subplot bullshit." No, I don't care about. It. And I was like, "Dude, that's been <laughs> that's the case for Godzilla for the past fucking fifty years." You know, nobody gives a shit about the humans. You know, it's just it, using the humans is just a reason to go get to the next plot point where Godzilla fights Rodan or whatever. I mean, the special effects were good. Rodan didn't look that great. King Ghidorah looked more like a dragon than a than a dinosaur and then like the faces on Ghidorah were kind of like they look like puppets and I don't know if maybe they did that on purpose like did they use like special effects but then kind of still make it look puppety on purpose you know what I'm saying puppety. I, I can't think of a better word like they you know where like like Mothra looked fucking fantastic <laughs> Godzilla looked fucking fantastic um, they do have now and this is not really spoiler they're, 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 they King Kong isn't in the movie but there's they talk about King Kong. There's, you know, the teaser at the end of the movie, and this one thing—it's not really spoiling anything. Everyone kind of knows that, you know, the next the next movie is going to be Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, but they do have, other than like the monsters I just mentioned, you know, these are the big name ones everyone knows. They kind of, they kind of like just made up other kaiju's for this movie. Like there's like a mastodon one, and there's ones that look like bugs and all this shit. There's like, you know, there's supposed to be like 12, 12 kaiju on the planet, whatever. So they bring in all these extra characters that that 
you know, that weren't in any other Godzilla movie before this. And I mean, and even my point being is they looked good. Like the special effects are good, but Rodan looked like Rodan looked like shit and Ghidorah looked like shit. But I mean, I'm wondering if they purposely, they, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's CG, still kind of make it look like rubber monster. If that makes any fucking sense. Like as right. a, as a homage to the past. Now, even though Godzilla looks like, Godzilla looks like, it's a thing that could be alive and moving. Mothra was fucking fantastic. Mothra would look fucking beautiful, you know, and you know, the, the, you know, the things around the mouth and the, what they call those, the mandibles and all this shit, like, you know, little legs moving around. That shit was creepy and, and, and monstrous, you know what I'm saying? And, and that makes sense. Uh, but I mean, it, I liked it. Long story short, I liked it. Um, you know, not, you know, not the greatest movie in the world, but you know, if, if, if you don't mind shutting off your brain for a little while and watching giant monsters fight, it was fucking, it was worth it. Um, they teased, they put out a teaser poster for Wonder Woman 84, which comes out, uh, next year. It's weird, like, it's like, it's fucking a year away, but they're, but they're filming it now, so I think, and also, they, um, I was listening to a podcast where they kind of, they were kind of forced to put out the poster. One, I mean, it's good publicity, you know, fucking, hey, it's a year out, let's put out the poster, but, um, Right now, or recently, there was a conference where they're selling, like, all the licensing rights. So, like, you know, next year, when there's, you know, when there's fucking, you know, Wonder Woman solo cups and shit like that, you know, the the, the Vegas conference where, like, you know, the people from Warner Brothers sold the, the licensing rights to solo cup or, you know what I'm saying, or, or you know, <clears throat> you know, it's a trash glad bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, anything that's going to have, like, Wonder Woman's face on it um, was from... That like so basically, since the conference was gonna the the conference, anyone there with a cell phone could take pictures, and kind of like spoil the look of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they kind of released a poster like getting ahead of it, and of course I mean it's what she's wearing in the poster is not what she's gonna wear in the movie. She might wear it like at the like at the final end of the movie and shit like that. But like you know they they were smart enough to know to know look you know. Everyone's going to be going to this licensing thing. They're going to be releasing uh, pictures, so we might as well get ahead of it and put out this fucking poster, which looks awesome. It's this crazy rainbow fucking poster. And then, but then the other rumor is one thing they didn't get ahead of is that I think this '84 Wonder Woman is <laughs> going to look. Her outfit is going to look more like the '70s Wonder Woman, like the cheesy, you know, big giant panties with big stars on them. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's gonna be updated, but it's gonna look, it's gonna feel more like the, from the 84, well, the, you know, the, I call it the 77 Wonder Woman, you know, the, cause it came out in 77. I think it was still on here in 84. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to that more corny look, but, you know, they're gonna make it cool, but, you know what I'm saying? They're making it look more, uh, uh the retro of the way people remember Wonder Woman from the early 80s when it was still on TV, you know? Right. So, so, I mean, that's, it's cute. Sounds interesting. You know, Gal Gadot's hot. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty good. And then I guess my, my last bit of nerdy news is, um, they've, they've announced, I don't know if they've officially announced it. Um, but the Star Wars movies. So now, um, we're going to be getting, uh, in 2022 mm-hmm. is going to be the next Star Wars trilogy. And like in 2020, in 2022, so, so I'm about to, let's just basically say two years because it's not, you know, we're almost in 2000. Well, we're halfway to the, whatever. In about two and a half years, we're going to have, uh, the next Star Wars movie. 
And then what they're going to do is, is that since they own all this shit, like it's going to be, it's going to alternate year after year where it's going to be a Star Wars movie and an Avatar movie. And a Star Wars movie and an Avatar movie. Now that's their plan. I guarantee you that fucking Avatar movie is going to fucking tank. I don't give a, I don't give a shit how good the first one is. Nobody gives a shit about Avatar. And who knows? Maybe I'll be, you know, a couple years I'll be like, oh my God, I can't wait to see Avatar. But yeah, I can't wait to go to Disney and go to Avatar World or whatever the, cause you know, they are planning that. Like they have shit now in Disney for Avatar, knowing they know these movies are coming up soon. So, um, the guys who wrote, the guys who are like showrunners for Game of Thrones are writing all three of the movies. And I think, and I, I could be wrong here, I think they've confirmed that it's going to be Knights of the Old Republic era. It's going to be, you know, which the, the fucking fans, you know, are fucking super excited about, you know. So, so, um, I don't know what's to do with Ryan Johnson. I don't know if he's going to be directing uh, those movies, but the, the showrunners are going to be doing those movies. I think they're just going to be doing like the writing, like just so everything's consistent. So they don't have another Ryan Johnson situation where Ryan Johnson took a script and fucking wiped his ass with the script and then, you know, gave it to Disney. Um, you know, I think they're going to write all three scripts or at least write like the treatments for all three scripts. And then, you know, if there's individuals, um, if there's individual directors, you know, then we'll take it from there. I hope Ryan Johnson doesn't get any of those movies. I hope Ryan Johnson finds, you know, I don't wish him bad. Just, just go, go away. Go, go over there. Go, <laughs> go away. Go, go over there. do something over there. Stay the fuck away from Star Wars. So, um, uh, so they did confirm that those guys, the, the, the Game of Thrones showrunners are going to be doing the Star Wars movies. And I'm pretty sure they announced that it's going to be based on Knights of the Old Republic. Not, maybe not specific. Like, it's not going to be every character that was in a video game, but it's going to be that era where they're, you know, where you're going to see, you know, kind of like an Attack of the Clones. You're going to see, you know, 50, 60 Jedi in one area doing their fucking thing. So that's going to be interesting. And then, you know, whatever, whatever's going to, whatever is going, going to be the early versions of the Sith and, you know, cutthroat where they're fucking, you know, they're, they're busy killing each other. You know, fuck even, fuck being the bad guys with good guys to kill them. They're too busy. Sith are too busy fucking cutting each other's fucking throats and shit like that. And seeing that these are the guys who did fucking Game of Thrones where people fucking die in every, you know, you know, the Game of Thrones is, you know, <laughs> was, was big on taking characters that you love and killing them. I think letting those guys handle Sith characters is going to be pretty fucking badass, you know. And I think hopefully, you know, it'll be, you know, maybe a bit more mature, you know. And right now, you know, Disney's just going to focus on the Disney Plus and all that shit. So, you know, there's still the Mandalorian TV show coming out uh, with, uh, uh, with uh, what's his face, John Favreau directing or show running that one. And who knows, mm-hmm. maybe they'll, maybe they'll give John Favreau one of the Disney movies when they when they get to the. Uh, you know, when they get to, to doing the, the Knights of the Old Republic, because, I mean, shit, please give, please give them a fucking Star Wars movie. Um, and then, okay, so I do actually have one last story. Last night on, on Twitter, everyone was blowing up talking about Spider-Man 4 being, because uh, I think Alex Ross, who's a very famous uh, comic book artist, he had tweeted a picture of what looked like a 4 made out of webbing with a spider hanging from it. So the internet being as stupid and crazy as they are started tweeting about Spider-Man 4, Spider-Man 4, Tobey Maguire's coming back, they're going to do a Spider-Man 4. And right now the funny thing is it's still a mystery in what's going on. I think what's going on is it's probably going to be um Spider-Man as a member of the Fantastic 4, which he's been in the past. And that was just a promotion thing 
where the spider web was made out of a four. But like Twitter in the past, like Dave, there was like hashtag Spider Man Four, you know, and like you know, people, oh man, I can't. I hope you know. Now don't get me wrong, I would love for them to make a comic in that universe, give us the script that you know that what's his face never made, you know, where where you right. know where you know I would j- j- take all my money, you know, what I'm saying if you want to you know make that a fucking you know a five book series or something, we take the entire movie and you know, put it out in like four or five books. <sighs> yeah, absolutely, I'm there, dude. <laughs> But I don't think that's it. You know, I think there's still speculation on what Spider-Man 4 was really. But my theory is that it's going to be Spider-Man joining the Fantastic Four. And that's why you see the four made out of webbing. And uh, I have that's my list is exhausted. Uh, Anything you want to add before we sign out? No, that's it. All right. So let's wrap this up. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast where you can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. If you don't have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can subscribe to us on the Stitcher app for Android devices. That's S T I T C H E R. The Stitcher app. Uh, like what I do is I put on Listen Later and available offline, so I can listen to my podcast uh, while I'm out and about when I'm running my chores and stuff like that. I can do it there uh, without killing my battery, without killing my data. Uh, we want your money. We need your money. But until we start a Patreon, uh, it takes two seconds. Until Chris starts a Patreon. Yeah, it takes two seconds to like and subscribe. Uh, uh, like and subscribe to us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strangers one podcast. All spelled out. Um, what else? Uh, you can go on YouTube and for the episodes that aren't available. Oh, okay. We were on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. Our hosting site is, uh, SoundCloud, so you go to SoundCloud and search for Two Strangers Podcast. And any episode that is not on SoundCloud, you could go back on YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast and find every single episode of, of Two, Strangers, Two Strangers One Podcast, all seven fucking years of this wonderful show. It was way, way, way back. You could hear us talking about how excited we were for uh, X Men, you know, Apocalypse. <laughs> And that was I. I wanted to talk, the two things we didn't talk about. I wanted to talk about uh, Dark. Uh, I, I, not to talk about it, but I haven't seen either. But Dark Phoenix came out. No one gave a shit. Men in Black International came out. Nobody gave a shit. Uh, you know, it's weird that we're living in a world where, you know, these movies five years ago, ten years ago would have been fucking blockbusters, but it's just nobody gives a shit. And then you know, and and whole thing is I liked Chris Hemsworth. And um, I forgot the girl's name. I like them both in, in Thor Ragnarok. But, like, the Men in Black... As soon as I see that stupid little alien with the big eyes, like, it's obviously that's, like, the cute character, like, to, you know, to get the kids to like the movie. As soon as I saw that, like, ugh, like, that, that turned me off right there. Like, that's the Frank Pug of this movie, you know? You know, I don't give a shit about some little alien that's, like, wisecracking. They don't need that shit. Men in Black... Men in Black 1 was a fucking classic. And Men in Black 2 was okay, you know, but Men in Black 1 was fucking great. Men in Black, Men in Black 3, you could flush on the fucking toilet. But, you know, when they put in the fucking cutesy character for the kids to like, I'm like, ugh, fuck this movie. Um, and once again, you know, and I want to support Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. He's a funny dude. But, you know, they ruined it by putting fucking big-eyed midget alien in the fucking movie. All right. So- <laughs> But, I mean, my point was you can go back and, like, you know, oh, my God, you know, oh, my God, but Paul, you know, do you think they're gonna make, they may do a movie with Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet? You know, so you can hear us speculate about all that shit on past episodes. On there, you can find my Stranger Vlogs. 
You can find all types of shit on our YouTube page. Um, just search for Two Strangers Little Podcast. Uh, if you want to write to us, and I'm trying to check the email right now, and the fucking computer's acting like a little bitch, um, but you can write to us like Oscar does. I, I get notifications on my phone, and I don't think Oscar has written us. I'm trying to fucking get the email to work right now, and it's being a little fuckhead. Um, but if you want to write to us, and all right, he has not written to us. If you'd like to, you can write to us at twostrangerswithpodcast at gmail.com. All spelled out, twostrangerswithpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at strangerpodcast. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I, I have my eBay page, but I haven't, I gotta put that back up. I just been so fucking busy with like my party and shit like that, that, you know, I haven't had a chance to sell anything. Um, all right. I acquiesce for you, sir. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Piscrillo. You can email me, Paul Piscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com, like a certain Oscar knows how to do, apparently. And, um, you can, uh, join our Discord, our, my Tsunami Discord. And if you're on there, it's at Paul Piscrillo, and you can find me there, and that's how you contact me. All right. Well, we'd like to thank you for listening, and we certainly hope you enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. You should be fapping. <laughs> what the hell happened to your voice? You should be fapping. Let's play, let's play Striking Vipers X. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double Jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> <laughs> Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic Lynette. I feel you, Eric. <laughs> I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you oh, sure God. I didn't write this? <laughs> uh, I, I smell, sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Well, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. 
Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15, and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars yeah. is insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard, for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.